Hill and welcome to SouthPod. We are delighted today to have the SouthPod takeover by Soho, who are a group of staff and service users who work together to provide addiction services across the whole Southern Trust area. Lydia, it's over to you. Hi folks, um, you're all very welcome to listen to this podcast. We're all here today, um, people from Soho and the Southern Trust. My name is Lydia. I'm the coordinator for the Southern Trust Community Addiction Service. And I'm joined by three members of Soho. We have Bernie, John and Eileen. And together we're going to tell you a wee bit more about Soho. Eileen, I know you have a few questions for us. So I'm going to um, ask you to take the lead in interviewing us to have that chat about what Soho is all about. Um, so Lydia, how did Soho come about? Yeah, Eileen, I suppose really... Soho came about from a number of different factors that were um, influencing the development of it. Back in 2014, there was a, a regional review of addiction services, and this then led to changes being made to the way the addiction services were being delivered. And I suppose like any change in a service, the involvement of the people who use the service we know is so important and vital, and the public health agency were also supporting this importance and the need really to listen to the voice of people use commission services and in particular really how they could help shape and transform services and from these changes and influences that's where so hope began and if you're wondering about the name so is taken from southern that being the southern trust and hope coming from the recovery ethos that's very much embedded in the trust with the belief that where there is help there is hope and that it is possible for a person to regain that meaningful life in their recovery from addiction. I suppose back when Soho was established in autumn 2014, it was also part of a bigger regional service user network called Arson. But over the years, we together as a group of service users, carers and staff from the Southern Trust Community Addiction Service, we now come together, we work together with the common purpose and we work in partnership and through co-production to make and build positive changes to develop and shape our community, community addiction service to make it what we have today. And Eileen, I know you're going to um, have a wee chat to John there about um, his perspective of that. Yeah, John, what's so hope about, John? My name's John and I'm part of uh, the service users in our math addiction unit. I'd just like to tell you just a little bit about SoHope and how through my eyes and the eyes of the, the service users that the group came along. Um, as has already been stated by Lydia, the, uh, the group started and it came to us through a conversation between the staff and ourselves uh, about how we could share information about what was going on in the addiction unit uh, and they wanted to ask to service users what they thought about what was happening at present and asked if they had any thoughts in the way things were being run. And so in turn, that the staff could inform us of what the, what the new plans were for the future and run the ideas past the group. And at that time, um, Arma uh, and the trust, as it has been said, was changing and we had just about lost the beds uh, in the... Um, in the addiction unit and things were just a wee bit up in the air and for service users they were a little bit worried about what exactly was going to happen to the unit and to everything so 
a few members of the weekly group that met at that time, which was for people to meet together uh, that had addiction problems and, and et cetera, et cetera. We met together and had a group and we were asked to start Soho. Uh, and we started by uh, taking some members from the group who were um, stable in, 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 their, in their journey, yeah. say it that way. And that had a wish to maybe find out more and a wish maybe to, to help in any way that they could. And we thought also that it was a good idea to have a mix of people, uh, service users who had been through the, through the system at different stages uh, because it always changes. And we arranged to meet about once a month. Uh, and then the group was started and we decided just a few, uh, and not call them rules, but just a few things that were put in place. So Hope was not a self-help group. It was not for people to come and talk about their addictions, although we're very keen to talk about ways to facilitate that and all the rest. It was just solely an idea to exchange ideas and more importantly, to hear information about what was and what is to, what was to come and is to come for the addiction unit in Armagh. And we also wanted to use it to gather information from other groups around the trusts and charities and organisations like Our Son by visiting them and to find out what was going on and to glean and to share anything that we thought would be helpful for ourselves and them and then pass it back to the addiction unit team at the Soho meetings. And we also agreed that the group would be used to encourage staff. We felt and still do feel that it is very good and important to express our thanks for everything that they do. And as the efforts that they put in to make so hope and the addiction unit itself and all that goes on there, a very worthwhile experience for us. Uh, and sometimes a life-changing experience for a lot of service users. And we also agreed from ourselves and so hope that the group would always be led by a member of staff and no meetings would be held without a member of staff presiding. There was a lot of things going on in those times um, and, and a lot of groups, but the pandemic put a, a lot of obstacles in our way. But thankfully, things are slowly opening up again and we hope and believe that the future is bright and help can be sought for the community and to the community for those who are addicted and those who live with addiction, and that we can give out information and help where it can be found. And uh, I just think, because I was one of the founding members, uh, there's the names of staff then. We have a lot to be thankful for setting up Soho. Patricia and Anne-Marie and Kathy and Pauline and staff now like Hannah and Rory and James and Lisa, Lydia, and all the other staff, if I haven't messaged your name, you know that you know that I am indebted to you and so hope it's indebted to you. And a big thank you to Julianne, who spends a lot of her time keeping everyone enthusiastic and interested. And really at the end of the day, keeps the whole thing going. Um, and I just have to say it's a real honor to be part of So Hope and to be able to, in some small way to give something back uh, for all that it has given me. Um, Bernie, what has So Hope achieved to date? Our achievements to date are me being a service user. Uh, we've 
help to design the new waiting room so that people coming into St. Luke's for appointments has a lovely, comfortable room, a very welcoming room, and uh, that there's no fear, no barriers up, that there are a person who's going to be respected. And uh, it's a lovely room, I must say, you know. Uh, that took time because it was being funded, but we also spent a lot of time with getting things there. We also have achieved a beautiful outdoor garden, which is uh, amazing, it's very relaxing, it's great for the mental health end of it. It's a walk around garden. Um, it includes beautiful plants, vegetables, and in future, when it, the sun is shining or a nice day, that's where meetings will be held outside because it's much better than inside due to all the restrictions that it is. But it's um, also we have achieved uh, changing uh, part of the strategies that uh, come in and we're asked to have a look at them through the trust, making if there's something there that we don't understand or we think it's too much for service users to understand, these things we talk about and our thoughts and what we think are brought forward and the changes are generally accepted and put in. It's all about keeping everything simple for the service user and uh, letting service users know especially that they are a person who are a worthy person and they're going to be in this very safe place trusted and respected and lydia um what is next for so hope thanks eileen yes it's exciting times for so hope um, I suppose over the years there have diff been different events have been held um, maybe Bernie and John want to give a wee example of things that have happened in the past um, that have been involved and kind of how that has led us to uh, a very special event even coming up in the near future. Uh, one of the big things that we did um, apart from stabilising the, uh, the, the, uh, the meeting every second and fourth uh, Wednesday of the month for people to come along to and to uh, find help and, and, and to listen to the conversations is was called the we had a, a we would come up with the idea of having a breakfast um, where we could share tea and coffee and um, where we could um, invite members of the public to come along and uh, to find out information. And uh, we would have a lot of members of staff and outside organisations that would come to it as well um, to have stalls at it so people could feel at ease. We would have a few short talks and then people were free to go around the store and have a cup of tea and have a cup of coffee and talk to anybody they felt that uh, they came across a store or somebody they thought that could help them. And that was for people who are addicted and, and for families and things like that. So it's one of the things that come to my mind. I also think, John, it's a great place for families that need support. Yes. We realise that there's yes. so much help and that people that are there, the service user, has been through it and can come through it. Slow steps, easy starting, and it's all to do with our own mental health and well-being. 
And it's very important to let people know that this is all about me, the, the person with the addiction, and that it's my journey. Yes. And nobody is there to force anything on anybody. We just make suggestions. Yes. And try to send people, send post people in the right direction to get the help. It's there and it really is needed at the moment. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Marnie and John. And I suppose really coming from the success of those breakfasts over the past number of years and coming out of the lockdowns over the past two years, and with our beautiful garden that we have now and we want to use and share, um, I suppose the next thing we have in our um, working towards for So Hope is the next harm reduction cafe. We have that yeah. coming up next Friday, the yeah. 6th of May, in the courtyard garden here on the St. Luke's site. And like Bernie and John have already said in the previous breakfasts, um, it'll be an opportunity for other services in the community to come um, and we'll showcase their work and their services. I suppose through the pandemic, you know, ways of working and service delivery has changed again. Um, and some services have had to do things differently, for example, with the virtual working um, and services, you know, have changed in those new services and that and, and what um, they're delivering their services to and who it's for. So I suppose the harm reduction cafe is really an opportunity for, as you've said, public, family members, other services coming to learn about what is SEPs, what services are available there to people in the community who want to learn about supports for people with addiction issues, whether that be a member of their family, a loved one, or the person themselves. Um, and we're very excited about it. Um, yeah. We're hoping for a good weather, but also, and it'll give people coming, not only the chance to hear about the services in the community, but also to enjoy and appreciate that lovely garden we have out there as well, with all the hard work that has gone into it from the co-production with um, So Hope and staff um, with addiction services, but also I think it's important to mention the um, working in partnership also with the learning disability service users and staff and the trust who have helped us with yeah. the garden there as well. And those are things I suppose we're taking forward with the groups, service users really benefiting from working in the garden for their well-being in their recovery journey. Yeah, I, I think it's really good because um, over the years, there's been a stigma with it of it all. And now, if we can get out into the open, even if somebody's listening to this here and say, listen, come along, come along to the garden, come along to the breakfast, listen to people who's been through it, you know what I mean? And I think a lot of people... The, the, the usual themselves, the person who's addicted to whatever that is, drink, drugs, gambling, whatever, um, they have the hard time. And the families have a hard time. Mm -hmm. The wives, the children, mm -hmm. the mothers, the fathers. And I think sometimes people are lost. And I think it's a great opportunity, a great thing that we're doing, uh, that we're opening this up and saying, listen, come along and talk to somebody. And, and you know, somebody will give you... The, the answer of what you need to take the next step. You know what I mean? I, I think that's one of the things. I agree. I think, John, what you've said is very true. And it's all about people feeling at ease. People want it. Yeah. People, are, you know, uh, trusting. Yes. And respecting. And knowing that they're going to come along and be respected. That we are not a down and out, that we are not a person that's lying in the gutters, that these things can change if we really want them. And it doesn't matter, Bernie, who you are, what you are. That's right. It, it and just today, catch it. Uh, 
yeah, today I am I'm a strong, confident, capable, caring person. I have got this through where I started all those years ago and through growing along and being consistent and coming back all the time. There's no point taking on some for a week or two weeks. It has to be with you one day at a time for the rest of your life. Okay. I think I think in what you're all of you are saying really is the that that um coming from so hope, just that hope that we're giving people hope, that we want them to know there is hope, there's support and there's services there for them. We're here for them, we want to listen to them, we want to give them that support. Um can I thank you for your time here and, and the conversation that we've had. Uh, we hope the listeners have enjoyed it as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you.